This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Call the cops. Hey. This level of foolishness hey. and joy. Hey. Houston, we have a hey. dog. I'm just hey. chilling. Great ass. Hey. Damn it. I'm hey. a very sexy hey. baby. Hey. Are you? Shisha. You're a clown if you hey. think. Damn it. Hey. Hey. Yeah, people hey. are going to die. Hey. Yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's Tom <laughs> <laughs> Great trailer song. Woo! Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun with Tom Tom Brady. Brady. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. I think our new theme song should be Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts. (laughs) Okay, we'll do it the next episode. I want to ride it. Yeah. No, 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 no. That makes sense to me. It makes sense for the show. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. No, it's like the Christian walk is a (laughs) highway, but you're riding, blah, 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 blah. A narrow highway, I guess. It's right there. Not like the 405. Oh, my gosh. The 405 at rush hour. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about all those lanes. Started. What is it, 12 lanes now? Uh, It might as well be. Crazy. Feels like a good Christian finds the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, and the movies, (laughs) and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you. We're not here to make you go to church, but like ha ha ha, loser. <laughs> We're not here to point at you and go ah, <laughs> or go. Jesus, I love my Bible, like the Fablemans. Uh, oh, no. I think that would be like the Bible. Nah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like maybe the Torah. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> now Kevin's making fun of Jewish people, I, which we I, also don't do on We GCS. don't do on this show. But I am realizing I would just like a remake of The Fablemans, but Nick Kroll plays all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I would watch it. I would watch it. He's dancing in front of the headlights. Oh, my gosh. hanging out or whatever she was doing in that movie. It was uh, that. I still it haven't seen it. I have no idea. <laughs> Well, there's a there's one scene where uh, Sammy Fableman's dad says, "Son, I you need to focus on your film studies so you can grow up and make ET." He does say he that. He says to him. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he says you have to grow up and make, make ET. E. <laughs> says that. Yeah. Whoa. What the I heck? I gotta see this. How movie. did I miss that? I saw the film. No. I guess not. It's like a you might have gone to the out. bathroom. Yeah, like if you miss it. Yeah, what one of those things? Wow. <laughs> and like, there's this one scene where he's listening to his mom play piano, and he, and she hits like the low key, like da da. And she, he's like, mom, mom, play it again, da da. Da, 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 da. And then it zooms in on his face and he looks at a fish yeah. in a fishbowl. He's like, I'm going to make a movie one day where I put that song to a yeah. <laughs> image that gives of a me big an idea. fish. <laughs> he says that. In he the said, movie. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to make the movie Big Fish. <laughs> 
Yeah. He hey, says I'm that. I'm make Tim and- Burton's big fish. <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen's there. Who um, do you think is his actual rival? Spielberg? Mm-hmm. In terms of what, like... <laughs> Rival in what sense? Why is everything rival? a competition to you? Uh, yeah, why do we have to pit octogenarian right. men against other octogenarian men? I'm the youngest yeah. of three, so everything, you know, I'm always kind of the bottom of the rung, so mm-hmm. I'm always clawing my way to the top. It's and that's Zach way Snyder. how I see everybody. <laughs> Zack Snyder. It's definitely Zack Snyder. I would say <laughs> Steven Spielberg and Zack Snyder have been kind of Just in a gridlock for the last head. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Uh... I don't know. I mean, come on, lights cam reporter. But he has no rival. You know this. That's the thing. Like he, there's no unrivaled. One, there's may- no one doing it like he's doing it. Yeah, I mean, maybe Scorsese just in terms of longevity yeah. and prolificness, and but not bust actually, in the block. Yeah, <laughs> bust. It. But but that's the thing. <laughs> Scorsese doesn't bust the block. He has to con streaming services into oh. giving him. Money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like Spielberg still well, not with this last one or two, but you know, he wishes he could just bust the block the way Spielberg does. Yeah, he wishes yeah. he could bust. The, I relate to that. <laughs> He's a buster. <laughs> I wish I could bust the block. Um, <laughs> listen, that Fableman. <laughs> no, no, that, that's that was Scorsese. Scorsese. <laughs> But Scorsese's sure. in the Fableman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he plays Sammy Fableman. Whoa. <laughs> no, but David Lynch is in the Fableman. Okay. He 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 actually is. For real. He Spielberg's is. rival. Yeah. Uh yeah, maybe. Listen, I I don't want to lights camera porter it up too much longer. We're <laughs> we're not here to talk about the Fablemans. We're here to talk about the Evanses. Yeah. And specifically Daryl Evans. A guy who was quoted as being influenced by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I saw that. In an interview. But then he said, well, I like his music, but I don't like his politics. <laughs> nice. Okay. Which is like, ooh. Shots <laughs> like, freaking fire. Like very... uh, uh stance. It's so... And it just gives you an insight into the mind of uh, the tragic figure, which is the conservative person who has taste, which it must... They must be tortured all the time yeah. to admire and appreciate people who they despise right. yeah. and stand for everything that they stand against. And it's just so funny that Daryl, uh, that is the case with Daryl and, and Bruce as well. We pity them. We do pity them. Uh, the song we're talking about today is Your Love is Extravagant. Ew, it is. It is. You're... <laughs> It is sextravagant. We should talk about it. Um, And we should talk about it with a very special guest. Uh, Friends and folks, you may know him. GCF Stalwart. And from his own podcast, this song reminds me. Give it the hell up for Jeremy Olsen. Another one. Another one. Another one. Down, Dexter. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, hey, great to be back on the show, yeah. gang. When you hear this guest intro song, what does it remind you of? Because of my podcast, this song reminds yeah. me. That I, it reminds like me of show. being a, a, a guest on the show. Yeah. That's what it reminds oh, me yeah. of. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would absolutely make sense. Yeah, it really answered. takes me back to each and every time. Years of pain. I think it takes me back to the first time I did mm-hmm. the show and how like mind-blowingly nervous I was to do it. I was very mm-hmm. afraid. What were you afraid was going to happen? I thought Kevin was going to ask me a lot of gotcha questions. 
You thought it was going to be a Frost Nixon? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, going to exactly mind right. freak you into a corner with yeah. this rational thought. Well, first yeah, and, and foremost... I was going to leave not knowing which way was up and which way was down. Caroline and I do try to hold our guest feet to the fire constantly. Yeah. As we did when we had the Irwin brothers on to talk about their Jesus music documentary. We, get, we gave them the tough questions. We did. When they said... We wanted to make a movie about entrepreneurs. We did not absolutely no let that go said, without comment. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We said, what does that mean? Right on. We gave it to him and we said, nice. <laughs> Showed him what's up. But not everyone would say yeah. nice. So, so no, once you were about halfway through your first guest spot, where you're like, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I felt good after I after we were done with the uh, guest testimony portion. I was yeah, like, and you had relieved yourself. Well, then I was like, was that good in your pants? Am I? What's this <laughs> no, hot loaf in that. my pants? He didn't do that. <laughs> you let loafs go. I loafed out in my shorts. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I like baking anymore. <laughs> I just sent my couch to the cleaners. <laughs> it's rough. I sent your couch to the cleaners <laughs> yeah, for loafing it. Gracious, yeah. but now. Listen, you've been on the show. It's, uh, hopefully, it's, it just feels like breathing. It oh, just feels yeah. casual. Mm-hmm. I mean, hanging with you guys, it's easy breezy. We're not even your last stop tonight. You got other stuff to do. We're just it, part it, of look, your day. <laughs> look, a very important part of my day, oh, okay? It's you. good to be here. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, it's good to have you back, King. Thanks. Okay, so... I guess we should talk about the Super Bowl real quick. Oh, thank God. The Please. Tom Brady drop. I'm so glad. And there's one... There's one thing, and this comes out a full 10 days after the Super Bowl, so we're right <laughs> on the heels <laughs> of, of discourse with it. Uh-huh. I mean, we could talk about the commercial. There was only one good commercial this year, IMO. Some people might disagree. Yeah. I think it was the Adam Driver. it was Driver. the Jesus commercial? No. Well, that's what I'm going to get to. <laughs> no, my thought was it's the Adam Driver Squarespace commercial. It was good. I thought it actually had like a perspective that I liked was weird it. but yeah it was very out there i love the weird sound at the end that soundscape yeah. they made it was yeah really bizarre love but adam driver too. of course i wanted to i wanted to check in with you first and foremost <sighs> well Here we go. i was i was feeling two ways about this super bowl mm-hmm. one just absolutely elated couldn't be more excited to see my main girl rihanna and two it is anna not anna we've been saying it wrong for so long she as says a society. it right yeah. Uh, to uh, just cold sweat fear about uh, my sweet family and how they tend to react to anything over G-rated oh, on yeah. public TV. Mm-hmm. Um, as <laughs> evidence on streaming, by, they're fine. But if it's public like, TV, listen, you're like, kids could watch exactly. this. Exactly. It's nothing it's like sacred anymore. <laughs> my so, sacred, squeaky clean broadcast the Super television. Bowl is for children, families, all alike to watch these poor men bust their heads open for yeah. our entertainment. Um, and so uh, I don't know if I had mentioned this, but last year, you know, with Eminem and 50 Cent, it was an absolute uh, bloodbath in my family's house. Just <laughs> everyone, hey, hey, I mean, th- the kinds of accusations they were throwing around were just shocking. Accusations about, yeah, <laughs> about you know That the, man killed my wife. Exactly, sort of. The, pr- the promotion of crime in America, things like this. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but it started with w- like a close-up of about a dozen women shaking their asses in the camera, which, uh-huh. you know, they didn't love that right off the bat. Sure. So I got so upset, I had to like leave the house um, to let everyone say cool their down. comments <laughs> like out of earshot because I was about to fight them. We were going to talk about BLM. Like it was going to be a mess. Oof. So 
this year coming in, I knew like they're not gonna like what they see. <laughs> I, I, there's no other TV in the house. Like we were all gonna be together because we were doing like a cook off and stuff. So like it had to be at my sure. parents' house. And so I had to figure out like what's the best way to prepare for this. And for you, it's a huge deal. Huge deal. Huge deal. I had two different t shirts to wear for the game one for just oh, gameplay yeah, and those. one for just <laughs> halftime. You gotta do a switch. <laughs> up so and this you know rihanna hasn't performed in years anyway um so i was kind of really thinking about like how i was going to prepare everybody and see what i could do and um to their credit they understood i talked to the you know like hey this is really important to me that's a good thing to lay <laughs> this out is a huge yeah. huge deal to me i know you think it's stupid but look at what i'm wearing like obviously this is like sort of a thing for me and uh so the kids <laughs> were already going to be upstairs the whole time so that was taken care of sure. and then uh, they were quarantined <laughs> away from the sin box <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have one family member that asked me if the show was going to be demonic. Uh, but then once we hurtled over that. Oh, because of the Grammys, probably. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that was okay. And so everyone agreed. And I sat like right in front of the TV with everyone behind me so that if they had any commentary or facial reactions, I wasn't going to see it at all. And I could just enjoy it and pure. And it worked out. It did work out. It was great. It wasn't like the total. I was so jealous, like watching you and like with your phone lights on oh, in the man. living room we singing had a blast. along. Yeah. Like me, I was just sort of quietly like, yeah, 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 yeah. like doing this. Oh, <laughs> you didn't you know? get to fully quietly. live your uninhibited no, Rihanna life. But it was it was the best I could do. And again, I thank my family for keeping it to themselves um, and being cool and you know loving sweet Caroline enough to let her enjoy this moment. It's okay. great to wear the shirt too. It's just like, were well, you going to say this to my face? <laughs> exactly. Look what I'm wearing. Look at, look how pathetic I am. <laughs> this is part of my identity yeah, as a 30 year old woman. This is like overcompensating for something. Like this is not the time to disparage my pop star. Now I went through this exact same thing 14 years ago when my guy played. Oh, and I was like very afraid that he'd whip his dick out and my. <laughs> My parents right, right, right. would be very upset. <laughs> Seen in the East Street yeah. Band, kind of close. close in that he did slam his hog into the camera on <laughs> he accident. Did? Hey, he oh, did on a accident. knee slide. Yeah, did a knee slide. Ran right, crotch Surely slammed that camera. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, it was that's, uh, that's the boss right good. there. That is boss. <laughs> Honestly, boss. yeah, it was it was kind of. Rihanna goals. didn't even do that. But as far Rihanna. as far as um, her performance. Fantastic. Fantastic. It was amazing. It was so cool. It was a lot simpler than I thought it was going to be, for sure. Uh, but it was awesome. And then later I read that uh, the like metaphor was like she was like a uterus. She's red. And then all the dancers were like sperm, sperm? coming to her. Oh, if only. Because oh she God. was going to be pregnant. I know. They would have been so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but she is unmarried. So not a total joy okay. for her to be starting a family. So that's one ticky tack off. <laughs> one little, one yeah, demerit. Losing a mark for that one. But yeah, beyond that, it was it was so fun and it fantastic. What you wanted. Until she was having a great time. Yeah. Okay. Great. What about you all? How I'm did you so enjoy the, the, the sea bowl? Oh, the I, bowl? I was at the movies watching Titanic. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I was doing the opposite of a Super Bowl activity. Still shorter than the Super Bowl. Did you was. watch the halftime show? Have you seen it? I, I watched it in preparation of recording. Oh, really? Oh, wow. oh my gosh. And then I <laughs> went down a little... Do homework. Yeah. I did. And I went down a little rabbit hole of like, oh, what were some of the best ones from the last yeah. 20 years or, or whatever? I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. I, I 
Those would platforms, consider putting it on the Mount Rushmore yeah. of halftime shows. And probably the first pregnant person to that we perform, know of. That we yeah. know of. Yeah. A Super Bowl. Insane. It was so great. Cool. I mean, her like gravity that she pulls, she just like owns the whole everything's like whirling around her yeah. and she's just like, like giving like her little nothing. sly looks to the yeah, effortless. She was amazing. The dancers were incredible. Amazing. Yeah. It felt like very a, cool. Yeah, a triumph of staging, especially compared to last year, which was <laughs> it was like hip hop Wes Anderson, where it's like, what if we cut out like half of a ship? Yeah. And then they're dancing in different <laughs> rooms. Darjeeling like, uh, limited. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah. Hip hop like train. That. That's true. Yeah. I think my number one, at least in my lifetime. Bruno Mars. Oh, Whoa. I was going to say, yeah. But I, I, I consider my... that the Beyonce halftime show, honestly. Bruno Mars is the Beyonce halftime? Or no, you're saying you're number she... one. No, no, no. Like, she, well, she performed with him in Coldplay at that yeah. one. Well, no, there was one he did in 2014. Oh. The one he did with Beyonce was, was Coldplay. the Coldplay halftime okay, show. But it is the Beyonce halftime yeah, show. Yeah, it kind of sure. became that. Yeah. yeah. But then there was the Beyonce halftime Bruno show. Bruno Mars is a great performer. Oh, yeah. What's he been doing? He made a tequila brand. What? Silk Silver Sonic. Ray he did Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. He did do Silk Sonic. Yeah. They, they won. They like Broke swept my the Grammys. World last, open last, when Silk Sonic came last Grammy. Yeah. brand thing. I just don't understand. It's like Big Tequila has <laughs> ransom on all of these. It's like, all right, Brian Cranston, you have to make one. You have to make one, George Clooney. It's a wild one too because aren't like millennials drinking less than like any generation before? And me and I speak for myself, tequila and I are not friends. Oh. So if we're going to be picking a spirit, you know, to place bets on. <laughs> what, are you, for what are you picking? Us, uh, it would probably be like gin, I guess, oh. or even maybe vodka or whiskey. Tequila makes me crazy Uh-oh. and sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised, yeah, how many people. Oh, wait, no, it's not a tequila brand, it's a rum brand. What is? Silveray rum. Bruno oh, Mars is Bruno Mars is thing? Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, people have been screaming this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can hear them. <laughs> Not tequila. You guys friends with tequila? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm not into no. it. <laughs> I, I try to avoid drinking whenever I can. Mm. I want to know what the reaction in the room was mm. when you saw a series of black and white photos and then a caption that just said, he gets us at oh. the end. Pleasure. People were very pleased. <laughs> he just started moaning. Like, oh, thank <laughs> yeah, you, God. <laughs> My group was audible booze. <laughs> <laughs> so the He Gets Us campaign, it's something that it's, uh, they bought, I believe they had two spots run for $7 million. That's how much they paid. Disgusting. Uh, to run these spots. That's like vile. It's, there's so many Ugh. interesting angles to it. And it's basically... The way it's posited is that it's like it's not affiliated with any particular denomination or church, but it's just like Jesus in general. Yeah, it's like and the and one of the spokespeople says like we're trying to elevate, and it's all just like the most hilarious term. Like the brand of Jesus Whoa. is we want to restore the brand and blah 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 that sort of thing. Where it's like and if you go to the website, it's like well, what are we all about and. It, it it is definitionally that thing of, you know, there was a guy that had a few radical ideas himself, right. and and then it's like twist, it's Jesus, and so it's kind of I think I think the aim of it was to either either soften or sort of do like a reclamation project of what Jesus is thought of, 
popularly in the culture, or at least as perceived by this agency. But the thing is, Jesus is very popular in the cult, like in the sense of like, if you ask people, what do you think of Jesus? It's usually some sort of thumbs up. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is Christianity, Christians, and the church. That is the thing that needs to be rebranded. Yes. But then Christians and the church, by way of this company, have decided, man, Jesus, Jesus's name is in the toilet. We got to get it out (laughs) up on front. And so what they've done is is buy these very expensive ads as part of a $100 million campaign. And the thing is, they have ties to anti-abortion groups, anti-queer groups, donors from Hobby Lobby, donors from Focus on the Family. So all they've really done is give people a milkshake duck. Yeah, and strengthen the ties to those like conservative kind of Christianity that they're trying to distance Jesus from or whatever. Also, anytime you are doing what Scientology is doing, <laughs> think about think about that choice. You know, like take a step back. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. In terms of like buying television advertising, yes. you're saying? Yeah. At the yeah. Super Bowl. Had you never seen the like the Us ads before? No. I've I, seen I a watch few a lot of, of sports, so I feel like I've I've oh. watched lots of commercials still, which is weird. Oh it, yeah, if, yeah. If people want a taste for the kind of tone of, of this ad campaign, we'll just play this really Very short like one. Very like Mosaic Church. Yes, and it's just <laughs> a series of black and white stills. There's no actual video in any of them. A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They quit their jobs, left their families, and swore allegiance to him. They roamed the hood, challenged authority, and made a lot of people uneasy. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. Law enforcement labeled them outlaws. We have to shut them down, they said. Get them off the streets. All right, Pret- I, we've seen enough. We, we basically get it. That's an interesting angle. There's something particularly itchy, too, about a company likely of a certain demographic than co-opting imagery, language, literal photos of... A different culture altogether. And it's it's so well. hollow too, because it's like, yeah, you're co-opting people of color, community building members, like activists, and they're just saying like slapping a Christian sticker on that when that is not the case for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It would be like, I mean, it would be like taking nine eleven footage and then just like. <laughs> He gets us. It's like, wait, is that what that's <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah. Just yeah. anything. I feel like I'm being manipulated. Yeah, it's like it's very like like you know the Roman the streets. It's very like that Steve Buscemi line was like, "Hello, my fellow yeah, kids." Yeah, yeah. It's very that. It's like, what have you all roamed the streets caring yeah. for people like Jesus or a disciple, like in any capacity? They and w- I, you know what? Take that seven million dollars, make some big differences in people's lives. Oh, like man. that's. That's Jesus if you really want to spread the rep or whatever. Come on. I'm really trying to imagine the best case scenario of of what they imagine to be the efficacy of... Yeah, how are they measuring the ROI on this ad? Probably clicks and and website visits, I would imagine. But chatter. Online chatter. People are tweeting, Yeah, is this working? Are we doing it? Jesus guy, kind of cool. It is it is Roman million retreats. <laughs> it is just such a galactic <laughs> miscalculation. I, I I couldn't believe it. 
And again, I didn't watch the Super Bowl live, but I can't imagine what weird. the reaction was in the Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> <laughs> or the local Barney's Beanery or Sports Bar uh, or whatever. The people who loved it are people who are already Christians and were like stoked, you know, to see their name on screen, you That's know? Us. <laughs> yeah. That's us. That's us. And, and take it from me, you don't need to spend $7 million to jerk off. That's for free, baby. That's free. That's free. That's right. That's from the land. So God bless, he gets us, <laughs> which the U.S., of course, is, you know, they highlight Jesus and then the U.S., the U.S. part. And then, and maybe, maybe it's he gets the United States. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. He gets America. Yeah. People feel like Jesus hasn't associated with the United States in a long time. Oh, yeah. boy. They have one about anxiety, too. There's like a whole oh, cut of one of those. Like, hey, health. Jesus had anxiety, too. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. Jesus was neurodivergent <laughs> too. What? Jesus had anxious attachment style as well. Jesus uh, prioritized self care too. Jesus was it. And then he rose from the grave, and Satan was anxious, avoidant of him. It's going to be like a tarot co- commercial too. <laughs> Jesus didn't get Taylor Swift tickets either. Whoa, well, I can really relate to this I didn't guy. Do that I'm going to pray tonight. <laughs> He understands what I'm going through. Any other highlights, Super Bowl highlights, before we move on mm. from the big event of the year? Were there any other actually good commercials? I don't think so. Scientology no. was pretty good. I think <laughs> I think it's funny that like every year now, I just everyone's like the commercials aren't what they used to be. They suck now, and I'm I'm like I'm just wondering what we're referring to. What are well, we? What are we like? What's no. this golden age yeah, that got, we're talking about? I got one word for you. You kid. do? Yeah. Is I got it one Bud Weiser? No. Is it was up? It was up. Uh, was up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a time where like a celebrity cameo was really like titillating. You know, yeah. like whoa. I, it, it's that, right? They're like, whoa, they got the big names. But now that's what commercials are. That's what they are. Celebrities. Yeah, and the, a lot of the references in these ones felt like especially old. Yeah. Clueless? Clue, yeah. What are we Mo- doing? Most of, most of the theme of Super Bowl commercials now is the passage of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aging. Everyone to the, to the twilight Everyone of in our a lives. Super Bowl commercial went to the beach. <laughs> that makes you yeah, old. old. <laughs> that was the theme this year. <laughs> old, old beach. beach. <laughs> old beach. <laughs> Wait, Kevin, that should be your birthday party theme next year. Whoa. Old beach. Old or maybe beach. when you turn 40. Well, yeah, that'll be a few years from now. I would do that. I think that'll still Old Beach. That would be so funny. Oh man, we can time it to the ten year anniversary of <laughs> Those Old fun Beach. Fun little cocktails. Wow. <laughs> and we're all just aged. Is that <laughs> yeah, like, like... yeah, yeah, yeah? No, you come to the party young. I see, and then, and then as at the, the end party of the party, goes, you put on old makeup and you're old. There's a. <laughs> and everyone has to like leave with a cane yeah, yeah. and walker or something. <laughs> I kind of like that. Little bones. Fun. That would be fun. No, I'm, I'm not thinking of this the right way. Okay, well. I'm glad we checked in with all of our celebrity friends at the Super Bowl. Been sports talk on GCF. Yeah, you know how much I love sports so much that I went to see Jack and Rose sink <laughs> for the millionth time. Some water sports. During the, game. The, the game was not mentioned one time. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no comment on that. Go Sox. It's too controversial. Uh, <laughs> nice. uh, with good that, job, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. Beautiful. Singles Ministry, especially the sniffle at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great tag. It gets the emotion across. Singles Ministry. (laughs) (laughs) Emma, can you take that and make that a new draw? No. Thank you, Emma. No, Emma, don't do it. Singles Ministry, where we take one single song and talk about it for the entirety of the second half. This is a guy named Daryl Evans, a man who I did not know, but it turns out I know quite well because I know so many of his songs. Yes. Yeah. This is from his 1998 album, Freedom, which starts with that Trading My Sorrows, which I think is his most streamed song on Spotify. Them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading... Oh man, we used to make fun of this song growing oh, yeah. up. This is a fun one. Uh, I'm trading my shame. Yeah, like there's a little, there's a little butt rock in there. A little bit. <laughs> Even maybe some like U2. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. <laughs> the drummer's so excited. <laughs> I guess he's really high hat. Or Let the River Flow. Amen. That was a big one. Let the river flow. Was that? Did that I'm hit in Southern California? <laughs> kind of. Forever yours, faithfully. <laughs> I'm forever. I know this one. And then another one called Your Love is Extravagant from the same album from 1998. One of his bigger songs along with Trading My Sorrows. 
And he was kind of a praise and worship leader at the time before it was the predominant format of contemporary Christian music the way that it is now. And when praise and worship music did wasn't just Imagine Dragons, but worse somehow. Or Coldplay, but not as good. Mm-hmm. This was when it was kind of U2, but a little bit worse. <laughs> or yeah, I, I do hear some. Uh, Springsteen. Freeform U2. Well. Did you did you sing any of these songs in your church? Yeah, for well? sure. Trey Marsaro's big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freedom. We, we sang Freedom as well. Where the spirit of your church the Lord. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Doing deep cuts, like running out of fresh stuff sometimes. <laughs> no, it was because I was going in 1999 and 2000. So at the time, listen, it wasn't a deep cut at the time. I guess so. But that takes us to this song, Your Love is Extravagant, which he wrote for this album. It's eight minutes long. We won't play all of it. <laughs> we can't play all of it. It guys, seemingly ends at one point right. and then begins again. Two more mints. Guys, make sure you get your dictionary out for this one, too. These lyrics are going to blow your freaking mind. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I think in light of the mood of the song, I, I do, I do want to set the mood properly in here and... So we're going to dim the lights a little. Wow. Good. Now a proper it, listening. Now it's as horny as this we're song go is. We're going to from good friends to real good friends. <laughs> this song. It's just three friends on mic recording a podcast. <laughs> Nothing weird about it. Just thinking about stuff. Thinking about extravagance. God. Extravagant being, you know. One of the most intimate words you can. Why are you both say. looking at me like that? <laughs> Oh, we no. love our friends, Jeremy. <laughs> we oh, love God. to worship together. The door's locked. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter, hold it back. Ay, ay! Don't you wish there's a 1.5 speed button on Spotify sometimes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> smelled Jesus <laughs> only in my secret place <laughs> all right let's go Dexter started growling at me. It's not as much arms as you usually use, hey, Dad. He, would, he doesn't know that. <laughs> you know what this sounds like, too? Uh, it sounds like... Amazing love, how can it be? You, my king, would die for me. So this feels like... That song's good, though. Mm-hmm. I actually like that song. Amazing Love. Amazing Love's good. Okay, I don't think this... Is, listen, I'm gonna... I'm, I'll come out the gate. I okay. don't think this is a bad song in particular. Is it good? I don't know. Mm. But it's not repellent like some of the stuff we listen to is. It's not repellent. 
And there is something where it's like, if this was playing and I walked into someone's living room and there were, and it was instrumental, I okay. might feel an entirely different way. If I walked into a wine bar and this was playing, I'd be like, oh, I can settle in for about seven minutes. Cozy <laughs> <laughs> in here. I could do the music, but the second I heard, intimate, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> Nope. I don't know what this is. There might be a little DMB. (laughs) It is a little DMB, yeah. He is taking his time. Yeah. Spread wide. Spread wide. Woo! Spread eagle. So there's a couple things. You know, this was actually a listener recommendation. A listener named Ryan sent this in. So thank you. What's up, Ryan? For for this. Who has also sent in uh, some other songs that we've covered as well. Doing our jab for us, perhaps. Ryan. But uh, let's throw some some pennies Ryan's way. <laughs> now, certainly we've talked about, you know, almost we've done it to death. Kind of the greatest hits of like, wait, is this song about God or a girlfriend? That was certainly true in Reliant K stuff and a lot of pop. Uh, and certainly some of the Sufjan Stevens stuff of like, does he want to kiss God? You know, <laughs> that sort of situation. This is... This is far and away, the, uh, I think, the most sexually explicit worship song that uh, I think we've listened to or that we've heard. In terms of the imagery, it like sometimes it's a stretch to say like, oh yeah, that's kind of, you know, if you think about it, maybe it's a little, but this is one for one. There is no conversion or translation that you would have to do. Right. At first I was like, oh, teehee, you know, this sounds like horny. And I was like, now wait a damn minute. (laughs) Yes. What a, wait a second. Uh, Daryl. There's no, there's no metaphor here. I don't think. In terms of like, if you were to rewrite this to be about your sweetie, and perhaps we could all make sweet love, not to each other, <laughs> but to someone tonight, uh, to this song. Well, speaking of these lyrics, can I read you a quote? Please. From Daryl. Um, <laughs> Dar- yeah. Wait, is it Daryl or? Go off, Daryl. No, it is oh, Daryl. Okay. I'm just laughing that his name's Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine a guy like Daryl singing this. But he said. Who wrote this horny song? <laughs> Daryl. Uh, Daryl's at it again. <laughs> Daryl did that. Words mean things. I've always felt that Sting was an amazing songwriter whose lyrics were almost untouchable. But I am encouraged that the same words that are available to him are available to me. I'm not afraid to use words like fragrance and intoxicating if they can illustrate the ideas that I feel need to be expressed within the context of Christian theology and our relationship with the Lord. After the Bible, the thesaurus is the greatest resource when writing oh my, my songs. God. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, this is what you mean by his big old words. That's what I'm saying. Such as fragrance. It, fragrance. It was He's a bummer scared. when Sting copyrighted the word fragrance and songwriters <laughs> could not it's use like, it. No, <laughs> Sting can use it. I can. Wait. Extravagant. I'm seeing there's a bonus track on this album, Freedom, called Roxanne. <laughs> Hold on. From Daryl's uh, SAT album. <laughs> Oh, uh, listen. Oh, by the way, the song has been playing underneath us the entire time. <laughs> we could do the whole episode to this song. Um, oh, that song's definitely underneath me. Yeah, Please. this is 
That, gorgeous, sumptuous. That is such an interest. Sumptuous is the exact I mean, right the word. word. Yeah. Oh, Would you get that from and a freaking thesaurus? Of course. What <laughs> 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 the genius sting? <laughs> Wait, there's there's one little ad lib he does where it's quite something. Love what you're doing in me, Lord. <laughs> Don't. A little bit to the left, Lord. <laughs> Almost there, Lord. <laughs> Keep going, Lord. Well, I was like looking him up after this. I was like, I must know some of his other stuff. And that's when I come to, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, yes Lord. Amen. Yes. <laughs> like, he has a theme going on. He's a little theme. Oh. He's not afraid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darryl. Maybe it's a friends with benefits situation though, because we're talking friendship too. It sounds like it seems like a little F- FWB. I've heard, you know, I've heard friendship used in love songs though, in the sense of like, like a woman you can call this your is friend. my best friend. Yeah, like I, <laughs> and my yeah, hubby. Truly, <laughs> I got to worship my best friend. Every day I have a sleepover <laughs> with my best friend. <laughs> and that's what you say to Nate, right? Yeah. Um, it's nuts. The friend <laughs> terminology in worship songs. <laughs> Gives me the heebie-jeebies. It, it, it's always even Why when as a that? kid, it made me feel strange. You feel like it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's like he ain't your pal. Like He's not your pal. Have some. He's your boss. Respect for the office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I feel like I don't know about you, but we were also kind of raised in the era of like I'm your parent, I'm not your friend. Right. You know, yes, so yeah. like assuming God does not have same the boundaries that James Dobson's best yeah. pupils have. It's like wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a little pre- presumptuous. Yeah, and my kink is for authority, and there's, you know, like <laughs> that's you're ruining, ruining it. Your He's thing. ruining it. That's you know what I mean? Well, too, because I think uh, similar the way that uh, he gets us brilliantly rebranded Christ for the Super Bowl. I've been thinking about Jesus so differently ever since. This, this is sort of the counter to like, you know what? We talk about the wrath of God. We talk about the just. We don't talk about like. He's, you know, uh, a comforter. He's a friend. God's our friend. But it's like, you can only play that card so many times, but you can't also say in the same sentence, that said, if he doesn't answer your prayers, that's an answer. He is mysterious. It's, <laughs> Sometimes he spanks you yeah, with cancer. Like my, my friend Alice. <laughs> he's a good friend. My, my friend Alice you has a friends. joke in her stand-up <laughs> saying, God, you know, people say God works in mysterious ways. Well, if I worked in mysterious ways in my job, I would be fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. And so the friendship metaphor, I, I agree with the philosophy behind the quote that you read of like, hey, you know, we don't have to like siphon and compartmentalize this off to genre or secular versus Christian, blah, 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 blah. I just think this is a wild miscalculation. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrically speaking, uh, of of how to apply those things. <laughs> Certainly, it doesn't it, it doesn't seem hacky and paint by numbers in the way contemporary like 21st century 2010s 2020s where where it's like there's gonna be water, there's gonna be a freaking ocean, mm. or you know, you know, just like the yeah. Hillsong template. Essentially, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, that's but, what I thought on my on my re-listen to this. I was like, oh, this is this is very 1998. It's there's something like, like a little more tied to like a, a go at songwriting or like a you know, in the U2 kind of way, where it's like a lot less imagery, much more like it's about this relationship that feeds me and 
That's it's very much that as opposed to yeah the Hillsongification of worship music. It's more like a jam band aesthetic too. Yeah. Because yeah. in this and then on several covers you can find on YouTube, people are like, and then we just go. And in fact, it's it's this sort of um, arrangement and musicality is very popular with like pie hop, the internet, or I I guess it's just called IHOP, International House of Prayer. Where like they'll just kind of vamp for I an hour. Was pi- pie hop yeah, because pie it hop. was prayer. Prayer prayers international. That's prayer. prayer. Is this is where we Wait. find out that Kevin doesn't know about IHOP. It Paul's can't start and end with prayer. Okay, <laughs> let me <laughs> chickity check this. <laughs> Tickle those keys, Kevin, to find out what's happening. Wait, what does the pie hop stand for? Because Nate used to lead worship there. And it- and called it Pie Hop. But no, maybe it's Pasadena International oh, House of Prayer. Oh, <laughs> that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is IHOP. And that's different from And they the- did try to change it to IHOP at one point. Really? The International House of Burgers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was a marketing thing. It didn't Hi work. IHOP. <laughs> now that's a Super Bowl commercial. That? I do remember that. IHOP? Okay. Yeah. That was like when they killed off Mr. Peanut. Oh, yeah. He's back now, though. And he's back. Yeah. Uh, with other people as well. So, yes, this is maybe the apotheosis of horny god songs mm-hmm. in yeah. this way. Letting it flow through you. <laughs> yeah. Like Crack I remember, me open, God. <laughs> I remember <laughs> the, oh, okay. Well, and, and <laughs> on this album, too, there's a song called I Am In Love With You. <laughs> Whoa. It's just called I'm In Love With You. Great 1975 song. had some song. lonely stretches, I think, <laughs> in his songwriting booth. I can't get Listen. enough of you because I'm in love with you. Oh, how I long for you because I'm in love with you. So here I am in worship Whoa. with open eyes. Well, I'm a blameless life. You know, it, I, I'm sure people would say, well, that's what David was doing. David David wrote love songs to God in the Psalms, you know. That's yeah. sort of a calcified take as well. Famously, a little bit of a sex freak, too. Oh, yeah, he pleased the Lord. Mm-hmm. Famously, with this secret Pleasure. chord, Bathsheba, which we've speculated is the H chord. <laughs> the secret chord is the H chord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking for it every day, and we're gonna find it one day. It sounds like that's almost it. Yeah, we're almost there. Somewhere in between semitones. It's still a G sharp. <laughs> Uh, so I appreciate perhaps the 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 goal of what he's doing, and certainly I respond to this. Um, okay, the capper of this album, by the way, is "I Lay Me Down." Damn, I lay me down, <laughs> Daryl. Whoa, keep it, keep some things to yourself, man. <laughs> Track five. I know <laughs> this man is, is gonna your- explode. So this is on my knees. Whoa! Wait, Excited? You, wait, you're telling me, Daryl? <laughs> Tra- track seven is called WAP? <laughs> Wet ass prayer. Is it EP that says you came from behind? <laughs> behind Num- what? Number two, so good to me. <laughs> it is. That's what it's called. Oh, God. Is there one called Squish? Daryl. Daryl's low key. I mean, let the river flow. Daryl. Look at it through that lens. He has a song called Favorite Friend. I have a few more facts about Daryl. I don't know if this will inform like what was happening at the time. But one was that he was... (laughs) 
It's just funny to think about a guy named Daryl doing all this. (laughs) Daryl has opened up. Daryl's got a song. He opened up, and he opened about having an addiction. Do you want to guess what his addiction was? Pornography. Was it P-O-R? And he was International House of Porn. You guys, you're disgusting. It was gambling. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> come on. The, the driest addiction possible, maybe. Um, but he did have Don't a gambling addiction there. for a few years. And then he was also converted at a Leon Patillo Patillo. A Kings concert? of Leon concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to listen to that God, at fire. 11. He became yeah. an evangelical Christian. Leon Petillo, I believe he was a uh, African American musician. He we was. watched we watched one of his music videos at a live oh. show that we did. Can you play like just a little slice of Leon? Oh yeah, because maybe this sets the tone for oh, what Daryl came to understand. Oh, I think this God is a was great like, idea. <laughs> a young Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Okay, what's one of his first is songs? Kinda, you know where things are Can awakening. You even imagine a kid named Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> Kids shouldn't be named Daryl. Not. No. It's like a, a, Daryl, a young daughter named Meryl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> big stretch there. Yeah. <laughs> that truly was the name that came to mind. I was like, Meryl yeah. is. Yeah. This is a Leon Petillo song called flesh of my flesh. <laughs> oh, Perfect flesh. Pace. Flesh of Perfect my pace. flesh. Bone of my bone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not Daryl's fault. <laughs> I'll never stop loving you. <laughs> Listen. We're, we're all so impressionable as children. Wow. So in every Fuck. We got to cover this. Guy. Wait, yeah, we do. Oh, shit. Loving you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Take me home. Oh, wow. Leon. <laughs> Hey, baby, everything's going to be all right. I believe him. Love is so very special. Okay, wow. Is this, are we sure he's a Christian? Yes, I'm, I'm not yes. anymore. <laughs> I lost my faith. I only believe in one man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I would uh, come to Jesus at all that right. concert, too, if Hey-o. you know what I'm saying. So, oh. Daryl... We get it. Oh my gosh! Good for you, man. You really helped contextualize. <laughs> yeah, it it wow. does. It makes help. sense. He's a conservative. Mm-hmm. He he got saved when he was eleven. He doesn't like Bruce's the... politics because they're not radical enough. Yeah, because Bruce isn't <laughs> actually that sexual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah too yeah. dry. He's a fuddy duddy. Uh, compared doesn't to him. like gambling. Yeah. But but speaking of Bruce, uh, I think it's time for a segment called. Cover me where we do go to YouTube to oh, see. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> what people are doing with this song? It's be really rough. Your love is extravagant. It was kind of a standard. I don't know exactly what the status is of it in 2023, but it was widely sang in churches at the time. There's a. Is this a band called Worship Mob? Worship Mob Live plus okay, spontaneous cool. worship. Cool name. And it's a lot of guys, you know, just going off on... I thought for a second they were all dressed as 1920s gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> now see here. <laughs> Smoking <Yeah>. cigars. <laughs> we're the mob, see? <laughs> I ain't no snitch. <laughs> and then 
there's just like a lot of vamping. They're this, getting the right mood. Yeah, this cover is 14 minutes long. Good and we're, we're we're not gonna listen to all of it. That's a swingers basement for sure. Of course. <laughs> I saw the keys in the bowl. I saw the upside I saw down stains on the wall. Ooh. Uh you got your record was it ukulele covers. Your friendship <laughs> Recorded Which, through we, a tin can microphone. It, if you ask me, it's kind of the sexiest instrument by my measure. Jeremy <laughs> made a huge mistake. I'm putting ukulele in the original. <laughs> yeah, well, it would have been too much and people would have exploded in their yeah, pants. Yeah, that's right. There's a few ukulele covers. It's the same guy. No, different it guy. Has to be. Nope, but I'm giving him a nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of the mood. Your nice. <laughs> but then, of course, there's one gentleman who was brave enough to recognize that this song could also be another song. Mm-hmm. He sounds pretty good. You can to me a friend. And capture my heart. You gotta again. give it a second. <laughs> capture my heart again. Oh no, I hear it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I could tell from his guitar picking. Yeah, I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. More in the style of John Mayer than in uh, in Tom Petty. (laughs) (laughs) Man, John Mayer doing covers of Daryl's songs? (laughs) That shit would be sick. You think John Mayer isn't getting enough poon now? (laughs) Just wait. Oh my God. I didn't like saying that. (laughs) New drop. John Mayer. Going down with the laundress. I don't know if you guys have heard about this no, controversy. What happened? Do you know about the laundress detergent? It's like a fancy laundry detergent, soap, whatever. Yeah, did no. he? He <laughs> was a, he was a spokesperson for them. He had a collab them? with them. Okay. John Mayer came out with a laundry detergent. No one noticed this, but I did because I happened to get their ne- newsletters. I was like, what? huge for you. <laughs> Huge for me. Um, I wouldn't say I associate him with being clean. Anyway, clean. Uh, <laughs> but they're, uh, they had to recall all of their products because there was like a bacteria in a ton of them. And Jeez people were Louise. getting skin rashes. Oh my God. Like their sheets were all messed up. They had to like throw I their mean, clothes away. Honestly, come on, brand for John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It happened after. So you have to wonder. <laughs> Swim, so. Swimming in a sheet, sheets. So what's the line? He was probably patient zero. Yeah, <laughs> like spreading that. Like, let me get in that factory. Hey, I got, yeah. I got an idea for a little secret ingredient. <laughs> That's what it That's sounds how it like. Started, yeah. yeah, when he comes, Ew. it sounds like a loogie. Oh, oh sick, man. He's gross. I don't know why I wasn't anticipating that this would be one of our nastier episodes, but <laughs> it definitely is. Right. Oh, we went there. Your love, Daryl's effect. You invited this freak a leak. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, he started. Are it. there any yeah. your love extravagant covers you would want me to play? Like an instrument that comes to mind that I I didn't search for that maybe like, oh maybe yeah, on saxophone. saxophone definitely. Ooh, let's organ saxophone Yeah, my answer for that question is always, always saxophone. Usually, yeah. yeah. This is like when I did a shallow saxophone rabbit hole. Um, okay, saxophone. Or something. Shallow saxophone rabbit hole. 
Is that a shallow. thing people are the doing in the shallow. streets these days? <laughs> the song I've been shallow. married too long. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yes. 100%. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> when uh, Nate was a worship leader, there was a kid on the team who was like going to school for saxophone. Uh-huh. And sometimes they would let him do it but he would stand in front of Nate so he wouldn't, like, take direction. And he would just start wailing on that thing for, like, long time. And he comes from a jazz background, so for him, he's just, like, being cool. Oh. <laughs> just imagine it this loud oh my God. for five minutes. And Nate's this trying slaps. to, like, get his attention and, like, stop. That... I mean that that's a deadly ingredient for a worship <laughs> band is a saxophone player with no rain on him. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't even let saxophones in my church. They wouldn't let them through the door. Really? Way too sexy. They had to check it at the yeah. lockers. Oh yeah. I feel lucky. <laughs> yeah, at the lockers and the like in the foyer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, our our fr- our friend Sam Sanders and I, mm. we we play music together sometimes. Yes, Jam. We do. Jam he, Sanders. He's yeah, Jam Sanders is what I call him and He's coming over this weekend, and he literally texted me before we started recording. He's like, what should we play this weekend? And I think answer. I got an answer. Wow. <laughs> he plays saxophone? Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. Oh, it's wow. ridiculous. Did he too? He might have, but he went to school for, oh, saxophone. for saxophone in particular, and he grew up playing in his church, and he's so good. If you guys could play some brass, what would it be? Saxophone. It'd be saxophone. Really? Un- unquestionably, wow, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It, Why or, saxophone? I mean, oh. for the reasons stated, yeah. really. Could look like a dick. You think it could? <laughs> it could look like a dick. Could look like a gold dick. <laughs> could look like it because it could look like a big dick that's no. bigger at the bottom and smaller at the top. And exactly. gold and shiny. Our dick should be. I've been saying this from day one. The structure is all off. Flip it. It's unsound. <laughs> Hanging by just a little thread at the top. Uh-uh. Not no more. It's heavy at the bottom. I was watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold it with a strap. <laughs> Here I go. Oh. Oh, when it gets big. <laughs> right. Yeah, it starts as a trumpet and turns into a saxophone. Reason Bill Clinton, he knew uh, what he was doing. See, I mean, that's kind of. Well, what's funny is uh, I was watching that. There's this movie called New York, New York. It's this Martin Scorsese movie from. 1970, who gives a shit? But it's De Niro and Li- Liza Minnelli starring in it. And Liza... Scorsese. Yeah, yeah from, the from the Fableman. Spielberg's Fable yeah. Rival. Yeah. It all comes back to Scorsese. Enemy number one for Ro- Spielberg. Robert De Niro plays a saxophonist in the movie, which oh, is yeah. very... Because he's like, you know, just doing... He didn't <laughs> really learn how to play. But he, like, sinks it pretty well. But Clarence Clements, Bruce Springsteen's saxophone player, is in the movie which I didn't know about, but he plays a trumpet player in the movie. And it's so funny how much less cool he looks playing trumpet Mm. than he does playing sax. Yeah, you can see the face more. Yeah. (laughs) Real butter face. (laughs) If you you have a real butter face, choose the trombone because there's so much between you. Because you're making the the sound that people hear in their head when they look at you. (laughs) You're just doing that. I think I play the trombone. It seems cool. You're just saying that so you can do the Veggie Tales theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's you know, a he tuba. plays the tuba. Yeah, yeah saxophone. Yeah. yeah, it's for a cucumber. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we <laughs> <laughs> soccer? Break? 
we all take a cold shower. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We all go home. What Dad, happened? We got to record after this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, caramba. I may need to beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You're upside down, me. <laughs> That's Daryl's most 2020 album. <laughs> <laughs> I need to beat to my savior. <laughs> now, his last album was Fearless in 2015. Okay. <laughs> Fearless? He did after Fearless? Daryl's version? Daryl's version. GD, that is so funny. Fucking Scooter Broad. Just yeah. screwing over everybody on, in this industry. Even Daryl. Yeah, in 2013, Darryl. okay, you got more like so close to me. You are good. Nothing else matters. Okay, uh, he's still doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. That's, That's good. why you could never be praised enough. Okay. Oh, that makes me happy. There's, there's a lot of stuff there. Is he married? I think I read he has he is, kids. He has five kids. He got five kids. Five. Yeah, he's doing fine. And you and we know why. <laughs> you're married to a man like Daryl. You think you're gonna have one baby? His love was extravagant. <laughs> They're gonna make a like a, a Christian, like a all con entertainment version of Fifty Shades of Grey. It's gonna be about Daryl's life. Now, be be, be he was always wearing condoms too. That's just what happened. Whoa, <laughs> he's he, that good. He wore four condoms Freaking each time. Blasted. It didn't matter. <laughs> they tried to stop him. They were on every form of BC you can be on. Doctors are baffled. God works in mysterious (laughs) ways. This is a miracle. (laughs) This is absolutely amazing. We told you there's no reason to wear four condoms. (laughs) You let the river flow. Don't understand. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Kevin. You're about to say something. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Speechless. You do wonder. You do wonder if. You know, if you make music like that, if you would use it. <laughs> yeah, because imagine it's like you're making love and yeah. then you're you're also surrounded by you. And, and it, so it's like exponential Daryl in, in the room. Wow. <laughs> it's 4DX Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, you can Darryl feel. Daryl from above. Daryl from behind. Daryl yes, in your ears. Daryl in your eyes. still on. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think it's caused extra. For Daryl. For Daryl X. Yeah, that's what it is. Damn. For Daryl Extravagant. <laughs> oh, Woo. Lord. All right. Dolby. <laughs> Dolby Daryl. He's got that Darryl Dolby. <laughs> should have him on the show. <laughs> We're yeah. fans. Daryl, please come on. Hold his feet to the fire. Come All on. right. Let's give it a first toast to <laughs> Space Between. Holy toast we send it to heaven. <laughs> oh, real low today. Holy <laughs> roast we send it. It's hot. Or we send it to Purgatory. Let, let's make a group decision. Let's oh, not, yeah. Let's not dilly-dally. Easy peasy. Yeah. I mean, toast. It's toast. Yeah. Look, it's going to where it's hot. Okay, <laughs> it's going to where all the sexy things go. <laughs> Heaven? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> sexy heaven. I yeah. know. It, roast and toast are things that you do when it's hot. So it is confusing. Oh, I see what you mean. But you need they a rhyme. cold one. Yeah. No. Br- roast. Bro- no, that's also hot. We need a thesaurus. 
Oh man, <laughs> Daryl, bring your books. <laughs> Daryl, yeah, I'm gonna need that book. <laughs> Where do you even get those, D? <laughs> You're the man. Right. I want you to be my dad, D. <laughs> I I actually enjoy listening to this song. <laughs> No, but seriously, guys, I actually enjoyed it. I, I like it because it lasted really long. <laughs> oh. Well, that's the 40X promise, baby. <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven. Oh, my gosh. All right. Eight minutes in Daryl. <laughs> he loves what okay. he's doing in him, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> no one loves God more. Thank you, Mr. Evans. Oh my gosh! Good 268th episode of this podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow! Oh, it's not the 269. Oh man, seems wrong. Seems wrong. Yeah, we screwed. Let's up. put out a yeah. little mini episode right before this one, yeah. <laughs> just to get the numbers right. It's what Daryl would have wanted. Yes, exactly. I got. I got to look up more song titles by him. <laughs> I'm sure it's a little treasure trove. It's, it's yeah. shocking. Every time you say one, I think you're making it up. We will embrace your move. I mean, we didn't even talk about the lyrics, like the the rhythm of your grace. I know, just like come on, what what are you? What doing, other man? rhythm man. is what there? What are you doing? What are you talking about? Come on, the rhythm of your. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a, if it's like you know a love letter to your sweetie. Uh, listen, we're not here to promote ourselves or plug our projects. We're here to lift them up, uh, lift them all the way up, like we're lifting our legs up right now. I guess. <laughs> Pole. <laughs> Spread Eagle. <laughs> oh, he has a song called Shade. Whoa, Daryl. Is there one called Shave? <laughs> there's one. <laughs> there's one called Fragrance of This Room. Dang. <laughs> okay, D. And there's another one called Down at Your Feet. Where is he getting this experience? Jesus I mean, Christ. if I had had what he had. Down at your feet. Down at those Damn. little piggies. Nasty. Oink, oink. What a freak. We're here to lift right. things up to the Lord, like mm-hmm. things we're enjoying in secular culture and our social handles. Uh, we'll start with Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> you can lift me all the way up at uh, Caroline Sparts. I'm going to recommend a movie called Missing. Uh, Kevin will love it. It all takes place on screens. Okay. So. <laughs> it is really cool, though. It's a whole movie that's like as if you're on someone's laptop screen which doesn't maybe sound appealing, but it's a very cool trick, and it's like a, a mystery thriller suspense movie. I saw the first one, Searching. Yeah, Searching was great. Mm-hmm. So very similar to Searching. Searching, Missing, watch them all. Hmm. Third one, Pissing. <laughs> all right, we turn to Jeremy. <laughs> you can lift me up at Jeremy P. Olson, and also check out my podcast Ooh. at this song reminds me. A great oh, I mean, pod. just the title. This song reminds me. Give us a listen. How can I open. get on? Our schedules are open. <laughs> Look, you're both going to be on. Okay, but so split us up. The crossover. Trying episodes. to hurt. Yeah, no, we'll do I'm the full split. I'm looking at some of these guests. I'm like, I've never even heard of this guy. Yeah, that's because oh, you know, they just <laughs> Chris <laughs> Evans. John Who's that? B. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Chris is an old friend. He was on He's two episodes before I was. <laughs> We'll get you on. The GCF listeners will love it. Can't wait. Check it out. It's a great show. Yeah. Also, a quick secular nod to uh, uh, M83, one of my favorite bands (laughs) in the whole world, is putting out uh, a new album very soon. It's called Fantasy, and they just put out the first 
six songs of it or something. And uh, man, I just love that music so much. That's it's scary. So, the style of it. Is that what it um, is? Is it scary, scary guy? It's not scary. Well, that's, looks pretty that's scary. he does a lot of fantastical that's characters. Scary guy. I don't like that. It's very expansive. His music very cinematic, synth-like, yeah. big sound scope. He did the music for Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, I like that okay. score. Yeah. Yes. Is it really like Labyrinth? Score. Yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah. like Labyrinth. A little whimsical here and there. Okay. It's like wonderful. The, the movie Labyrinth? Uh, He's only the guy that did the soundtrack for Euphoria, Kevin. Oh, I see. Grandpa. Heard of it. Hey, Gramps. Why don't you re-button up your cardigan? I want you to catch the hey, flu. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't wear this cardigan. Ah, I'm taking it off. No, it's nice. Look That's it. what Daryl would want. want. <laughs> Anytime anything horny happens, I'm just going to whisper Darryl's into my there. breath. Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daryl X. <laughs> All right, well... Man, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up freaking, uh, freaking, uh, you know what? I liked The Village. I finally saw The Village. Well, you've never seen it. The Village is a metaphor for homeschooling. That's my take. <laughs> True. <laughs> I like The Village a lot. I, I thought it was going to be bad, it's but it cool. was good. Uh, but I read some article that was like, in The Village was one of his word low points. I was like, what are you talking Oh, I think I read that same thing because yeah. I was like, "Well, that's wrong." I was like, eh, "Must be a mistake." I read like a rankings of his movies. Like this, this <laughs> ranking is so beyond off. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in a few years. So anyway, I'm glad to hear it's still holding up, Kev. I I will say I I do need to um, <clears throat> lift up a, a book called The Man Who Heard Voices. It's a book long profile of M Night Shyamalan, written by uh, uh, I think he was a sports writer named Brian Baumgartner. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it is, it is camp. I've never read a book like this. That's it's, I I have to briefly. I know you gotta get out of here. I have to briefly read a passage from it. it. Give it to me. Uh, you know, and it's all about the making of Lady in the Water, uh, which yeah. is maybe you know, like that was the one where it's like, okay, what are we doing? Someone say ladies in the water. <laughs> At the time, I was an apologist for it. Better be a hot tub. <laughs> Daryl. Daryl, no. Come on. Not everything is about this. Jets of love. <laughs> it was not another signs. Knight understood that whatever he did after the village could not be in a minor key. On his good days, he knew that the script he was writing would be nothing like minor. If he could get it to work, if, 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 if it came together, it would be like Dylan and Clapton and Springsteen and Eminem and Kanye West and Miles Davis and Bonnie Raitt and Joan Arm, 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 Joan Arm, Armstrong, Trade and Jerry Garcia and every musician you've ever loved joining George Harrison and belting out the opening chord of A Hard Day's Night at the same time. But how often in your life? Kanye's doing that? Your life, my life, Knight's life, anybody's life. Do you hear that chord? That's the kind of writing that's all over that's the like book. That's like slam poetry. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Wow. It's just an, an amazing... And a it's fan. kind of... It's a hit piece by way of hagiography, which is really hard to pull off, where it's like, he was such a visionary that no one got... It's like, he only looks bad and weird in this book. And I like him, Knight, a lot, but... Ooh. Very fun reading, so I would uh, I would urge people to check that out. Mm-hmm. 
And check us out at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun and leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is the Downtown Women's Shelter. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, thanks, gang. Thanks, J-Dog. Our love for you is extravagant. Yeah. Whoa. I've been feeling the rhythms of and y'all. Feeling the rhyme? <laughs> Come on now. Good. It's extravagant it's, love time. Yeah. <laughs> cool, right? <runners. laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing left to say except for, okay? I, I love, love you, you Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. And let's go out with, of course, Mr. Leon Patillo. Love is so very special. <laughs> so special in every way. This is our next episode. Thank God. Yeah. This is it. Thank We're God. Calling. I can't wait. Oh! Shit. Oh my God. What the hell? All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.